The first quarter's over. What are your second quarter goals? There's three ways you're probably feeling heading into Q2. One, I had a really bad first quarter and I'm not happy about it. Two, I'm on pace for my goals. Or three, I'm ahead and I'm feeling good and maybe I need to up my number. I would imagine most people are feeling the first or the second way. Given everything going on in the market, it's been a little bit of a challenging year, inventory's low, I get it. Everyone's feeling that right now. That's just the reality of the 2023 shifting market. So knowing that you're maybe a little behind or right on pace, if you're ahead, congratulations. Watch this video anyway. If you're a little behind, way behind or on pace, it's really important, and even if you're ahead, what's your second quarter goal? And what I know is this, this is an important statistic everyone needs to write down and remember. This will last you your entire career. 60% of your year should be booked, meaning pending and settled transactions should be on the books by June 30th of whatever your goal is. So if you wanna sell 100 homes, you need to have 60 settled and pending by June 30th. Let's take a more reasonable goal. A lot of folks wanna to get to a place where they're doing two deals a month. That puts you roughly in the top 3% of agents in the country. So if you wanna sell 24 homes, you wanna be at 15 sales by the end of June because you can't do a 0.4 sale. That's what 24 times 0.6 is, is 14.4. So you wanna be at 15 sales. And let's say you're at six sales right now. You did two in January, two in February, two in March, and you wanna catch up, right? This is a common place I find agents are at this point in time. So that means you wanna put nine sales on the board over the next 90 days. So how do you plan for it? So you've got your goal and we wanna think quarterly goal stacked on top of a monthly goal for April and then you adjust it in May and adjust it in June because things may change. You may get ahead or behind. And then what's your week by week goal? So let's start at the beginning of the quarter. That's where we are right now. What's your April goal? So that one's easy. You have nine sales you wanna do. Your goal is to get three deals on the board in the month of April. And then you break it down by week. And what I would do is break it down by things you can control. Control the controllables. So the way to do that is, you know you wanna get three sales. How many offers do you have to write and how many listings do you have to take to make sure that happens? And that number is gonna vary for everybody. Let's assume your offer acceptance rate is 50% and you're working heavy with buyers right now. It might be tough to plan on getting a listing given how competitive the listing market is. So assuming you're not gonna get a listing. If you are, that's gonna change things. Let's say you're not, right? And you're working heavy with buyers right now. A lot of folks are in this position. That means you gotta write six offers to get three accepted. So you gotta write six offers. So that's kind of lead indicator number one. That's your first KPI. How do I write six offers? How many homes do I need to show to write an offer? Brian Blount, our killer sales manager, knows that every six homes he shows, he's writing an offer. So to write six offers, he's gotta show 36 homes during the month of April. So now we've got that indicator. How many homes do I have to show? How many offers am I gonna write? How many new people does he need to meet to be able to show 36 homes? And for him, that might be seven or eight people. It might be nine people. We'd have to look at his numbers. You get the idea here. The more you track, the better you're gonna be able to forecast your activities that you can control. So let's assume that he's gotta meet nine new people to get to the three sales and to get to six offers written. Because not everyone's gonna write an offer, not everyone's gonna move through the funnel as quickly. That's just the reality of sales. So let's assume he's gotta meet nine new people to 
be able to get to those 36 showings to get to the six offers rate based on his numbers that he tracks because he tracks everything. So in order to meet nine new people, how many conversations does he need to have? And my view is that the number that we see trending right now is 15 to 20 conversations will lead to an appointment. So let's say it's 20. Let's put it on the high end. So that means he's got to have 20 conversations for every appointment that he sets. Now, here's the number I didn't cover. Not every appointment's going to show up. So if you want to meet nine new people, you might have to set 15 or 20 appointments. Let's assume it's a 50% show rate. And to make the numbers easy, because I'm doing all this in my head, let's say he's got to set 20 appointments. And he's at 15 or 20 conversations per appointment. Let's take the number 20. That means he's got to talk to 400 people during the month of April. 400 real estate conversations divided by 20 workdays get you to 20 conversations a day. It's that simple. 20 people a day gets him to 20 appointments set, gets him to nine appointments that happen with new people, first time meetings, gets him to showing 36 homes for the month, gets him the right six offers, gets him to get three deals. This may sound complicated. There's a lot of math here. The point is this, you've got to know these ratios. You've got to know how many people to talk to to set an appointment, your appointment show rate, how many appointments turn into clients, and how many clients you need to acquire to write offers, and how many offers you need to write to get contracts accepted. That's how you come up with a business plan. And you really want to boil it down to appointments that are happening, new people you're meeting, and conversations that you're having. That's a business plan right now. And some people may say, well, Tom, you know what? I hate numbers. I don't like math. And what I'm going to tell you is that if you're not tracking your numbers, you may not have a viable business. So if you want to hit your goals in the second quarter, follow this video. I spewed a lot of numbers out. Do me a favor. Reach out if you're confused. Reach out to me directly if you feel like you're not hitting your goals. And I can walk you through a lot of these ratios to help you buoy your business in the second quarter and hit your goals in 2023.